happy and healthy. It's your host, Janine Amapola, and welcome back to the podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys. I am so stoked to be back recording these podcasts. I took a two-month break off the podcast um, from season one because I am currently in the in the process of moving back to Dallas. As y'all know, if you follow me on Instagram, if you don't, hello, my name is Janina Mopola, and I'm currently moving back from Los Angeles to Dallas, Texas, where I'm from. So a lot has been going on and I just wanted to sit down before we kind of get back into season two. Um, I kind of want to talk about some things that we are going to talk about, but I also want to just have an opener of what have the last two months looked like, um, what's been going on, and just kind of hang out with you guys and just do a little chit chat hangout because I feel like normally the topics I do, they can be kind of quite serious. <laughs> and of course, like I laugh and I talk about funny, goofy things like dating and faith and whatever. But I wanted just to kind of sit down and just like pretend like we're two friends that are having a conversation. And you've sat down with me at the table and you're like, Janine, what has been up? What has been going on? And so I want to I want to do that with you guys today. If you guys don't know, I am now uploading these podcasts to YouTube. So I have a YouTube channel. It's called Happy and Healthy Podcast. If you guys ever want to watch these podcasts on YouTube, you can definitely do that. So if you're just listening to this, you can now watch these. Um, I am filming this, but right now where I'm filming, I'm still filming in LA. I'm going to have like a whole little, you know, cute podcast studio in my room in Dallas. But um, right now I'm in LA, the background, and she ain't that cute. I just hopped out of the shower but I wanted these to always just be a little bit more real and raw than like a YouTube YouTube video because those ones are good lighting and I put on makeup and you know right now I literally just hopped out of the shower so you guys get to see me bumming it which is kind of fun sometimes so I hope you guys don't don't mind that. So if you guys want to go subscribe to the YouTube channel definitely definitely go do that. And if you guys want to also be up to date on the whole moving process of everything that's been going on. Um, I have a YouTube channel that's a vlog channel. It's called Janine TV. I have all the life updates there. I'm showing my entire moving process, my house, going to be decorating my new house, everything of that sort. So if you guys want to check that out, my YouTube channel is called Janine TV. But you guys, welcome back to season two of the podcast. I'm so excited to be back. Um, I would definitely say that podcasting has been one of the biggest blessings of 2020, you know, amongst <laughs> all the bullshit that happened in 2020. I'd say the one good thing that popped out of 2020 for me was this podcast. I launched it um, July 2020, and I might have some fun surprises coming very, very soon. So stay tuned for that as well. But uh, this podcast has been a blessing. If you guys didn't notice, I also changed the cover art. Yes, woot woot. Changed the cover art. I just was like, you know what? We need a, we need a refresher for season two, baby. So I did uh, a new cover art and I'm pretty happy with it. But let me know what you guys think. Anyway, so you guys, welcome to, to Happy and Healthy. If you're new here, this is a podcast where I want people to thrive in all aspects of life. I want them to thrive mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whether that's dating or faith or mental health or their body or just confidence or identity or self-worth. I mean, all those things. Um, I talk all about those and I'm a Christian. I'm a full believer in Jesus. I know that sounds weird to phrase it that way, but that's who I am. The Lord completely changed my life. I would not be 
who I am without him. I would not make, you know, good decisions if it weren't without him. I would not know myself as much as I do and be as joyful and happy as I am without him in my life. And so that's why I talk about Christ a lot in this podcast. You'll notice that. But I never want to do it from a stance of that that makes you jaded. I never want to do it from a stance that shoves it down your throat. I never want you to be like, really, Janine, again? You talking about this again? But it's because I just can't help it. Because when he's changed your life, it shapes and shifts every decision you make, everything that you do. And so I'm sorry. I just I feel like I can't help it. I'm so sorry. But I never want to do it in a place that's shoving it down your throat, but more of a place that's just like, hey, consider this because it's so good. He's so good. He's changed my life. And that's why I am the way I am. And like without him, there is no true life. There's no true joy. There's no true peace. And so that's why I talk a lot about God in this in, in my podcast. Okay, before we start, I'm just going to get a little sip of my coffee. Hope you guys have your coffee ready too. I'm probably going to slurp in the microphone, so that might be disgusting. So if it's disgusting, I'm going to have my editor edit this out. (laughs) All right. Happy and healthy. What's up? All right, let's talk. Let's freaking talk. What has been going on? First and foremost, we're in 2021. 2021 freaking started off pretty wild. All the stuff that happened at the Capitol, like literally what the heck, like what in the freaking world? (sighs) Six days into the year, it was like, we're doing great. We're doing great. We're doing great. Oh, (laughs) never mind. I take it back. Give me back 2020. No, I'm just kidding. It was just interesting. But for me, I would say this year has definitely been, it's been interesting. It's been already testing me quite a bit. So I actually purchased a house. Uh, I actually closed on the house officially yesterday morning, which is so exciting. I literally cannot believe I purchased a house. 26-year-old Janine purchased a house. That's probably the biggest life update that I have is that I actually purchased a house. (laughs) So it's just like I have to really process that because... It, y'all, no one tells you how hard it is to buy a house. Everything that's involved, the money, the time, the paperwork, the people you have to reach out, all the the back and forth emails. I mean, all the things you have to set up, like, excuse me, I just had a burp. I just feel like I literally burp every single episode. I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. I won't be mad at you if you unsubscribe from this podcast. But anyway, so that's probably like the biggest thing is purchasing a house and let me tell y'all, like I didn't even fully go into the full extent of this on YouTube or my Instagram or my vlog channel. Cause I was like, I don't think people care to hear me moping and being like, Oh my gosh, buying a house is so hard. And they're like, shut up, Janine. Like no one cares. But for those that do care, <laughs> if you are at the age range where I am, or maybe you're looking with your partner to get a house or whatever the case may be, um, just know it takes time. And it is the most stressful thing. Like yesterday, or two days ago, I was supposed to close on the house officially February 23rd. And I posted about this on my Instagram where I was like, I literally had a day from hell. Basically, like I go to Wells Fargo and I'm like, hi, I need to take out money for my down payment. And the lady like goes and she runs my paperwork and she checks and she's like, uh, your ID doesn't match the ID that's on your Wells Fargo account because I lost my California license. So I was just using my Texas one. She's like, well, we only have your California one here on your card or on your account. And I'm like, I don't have my California license. And she's like, well, then sorry, I can't have you take up this down payment. And I was like, no, I don't think you understand. I was like, I have to 
put the money down like today. I'm like, I signed the contract. All the dates on the contract say February 23rd. And she's like, I can't help you. Sorry. And the lady was like kind of mean to me. And I'm like sitting there stressing. I like did not eat that day because I was stressed so much. And I was like, how am I going to get this money? And how am I going to put the down payment? What if I don't have the ID? And she was like, the only way you can go and get this money out is if you go to the bank and you go get yourself a license from the DMV. I'm sorry. She said, if you go to the DMV, get a new license and you come back and you prove to me that this is the same license and you are that person. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me to go back to the DMV in California where there's like hours and hours waiting. I was like, this woman's lost her dang brain. But for me to make the down payment, I was like, this is the only decision I have. Like, I have to do this. Literally go home. I like go to the freaking DMV.com, sign up, make appointment, run to the freaking DMV, wait, get a new ID, even though I'm leaving California. Like, I didn't need a new license, but I had to get it in order to get this paperwork. So paid that money, got the house, ended up closing on it. But literally when I sat down, cause y'all didn't, I didn't even go to the full extent of what happened that day. Like several, several things happened that day. But, um, after she comes back and she like approves the paperwork, she approves the paperwork from the DMV. She's like, okay, we can take out the money. I sat in this poor woman's chair and started weeping, <gasps> weeping. And she was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, I just don't think you understand the day I've had. I felt so bad for this lady because she was like, she couldn't hug me. You know, we're all wearing masks. Like, it's not like anyone can really touch you. And she was like, I wish I could give you a hug. I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, it's okay. I was like, I've just had the world's craziest day. And so uh, she definitely felt really, really bad. And so it just was very, it was a very hard day. But anyway, the good news is I have closed on a house, you guys. And it took me months Getting this house was hard. Uh, the offers, the nego- renegotiating with the seller. The seller did not want to budge on the price. I mean, so much stuff. But the good news is, like I said, we got the house. And I'm excited to share that process with you guys. And I also am going to be living with a roommate. And so that's something back in September, I felt like the Lord told me. Back in September, when I was deciding whether I wanted to move back, I easily would have stayed in California for another year. Like I was like, no, for sure. I'm staying in California for one more year. Ain't nobody going to tell me otherwise. My parents kept being like, you need to move back. You're wasting your dang life out there, wasting time. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm having the time of my life, mom and dad, like freaking leave me alone. But then the Lord was like, well, (laughs) psych, you're actually going to move back sooner than you thought. So back in September when I was in Dallas, I was with um, some friends and I was there and I was like, considering, I was like, do I really want to move back here? And all of a sudden this just overwhelming sense of peace came over me and I got all this clarity and I was like, I think I'm supposed to come back. And what's so crazy, you guys crazy is that on the plane ride over to Dallas that weekend in September, I started journaling and I felt like the Lord told me you're not going to live alone. So your your season of living alone is going to be over. You're going to move back to Texas and you're going to meet your husband in Texas. And I was like, what the heck? And so that weekend I started feeling like all these confirmations started happening. So now I bought a house. Now I have a roommate whom I will introduce you guys to. And I, I'm sure I'll meet my husband in Texas. Now, can I a hundred percent say that? I don't know, but I think I can. (laughs) I think I can, but I mean, you know, there's some really great guys in Texas, really, really great guys, but this one guy, I mean, I don't know if he's listening to this or not, but I recently had a guy hurt me. I did. And what's so funny is the weekend that I felt the Lord was like, you're going to meet your husband in Texas is the weekend I met this guy and we started talking and we got along really well and we went on a date and I really, really 
really liked him. I really did, you guys. And uh, I go back to California and we talk all the time and we talk all the time and all the time. And he's FaceTiming me and I'm like falling for this guy. I'm like, this is it. Like, try not to be a psychotic girl, but I was like, this guy's awesome. Like, I could totally see myself dating this guy when I come back to Texas. And he starts getting really ghosty and really weird. And I'm like, something is up. Like, I just knew. I was like, something's off. And I will given the fact like he's going to he was going through some very 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 hard things at that time like things that I don't need to disclose that's not my business to disclose but he was going through some very very hard things so in my mind I'm thinking okay you know that's what it is that's what it is it's because he's going through this he's going through that you know trying to kind of justify what it is even though I really do believe like I believe if a man likes you if a man wants you or if it's meant to be like he's gonna make it happen he's gonna talk to you he's gonna find a way He's going to do literally whatever it takes to talk to you and to make it happen. So he starts kind of getting a little ghosty and I'm like, what the freak is going on? Like I'm getting very, very upset. So what I was, I went back to Dallas at the beginning of, no, sorry, end of uh, December to go house hunting one more time. And I get dinner with a friend and I'm getting dinner with a friend and my friend is like, okay, I heard you're like talking to somebody like, who's this guy? I tell my friend this guy's name and she's like, wait you're talking to him? And I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, what, what, what? I'm like, you better freaking tell me. She's like, I don't want to be this girl that tells you this. I'm like, well, you got to tell me now. I'm like, who is it? And she's like, I know that that guy is talking to my friend also. And I was like, what? And I got so angry because this man had told me, oh, you are wife and material. I really like you. I see your value. You know, I want to pursue you. I want to pursue you with intentionality and purity and all the things that little Southern Christian boys say. Did you notice that I said boys? Yeah. Men, whatever. So I'm getting like, I'm so angry. And she's like, let me double check. She's like, let me confirm before I like just say this. She's like, what if it's not true? She, so she texts her friend and her friend is like, oh yeah, they've been talking for about a month. And he's also been going on dates with her. And I'm like, what the freak? Now, let me just say really quickly. Let me just say, him and I went on one date, but that's because I didn't live in Texas still yet. We went on one date. He told me he wanted to take me on a second. We had hung out a lot. We were talking every day. We had gotten very deep. I had told him some deep things. He had told me some deep things as well. So in my mind, I'm like, this is going somewhere. Like, you know, he he even offered to help me move back from California to Texas. So I'm like, Oh, for sure. Like me and this guy are like definitely going to date when I get back. Like I really liked him. I really, really do think he's a good guy, but I just feel like he's probably going through some stuff not to justify what he's doing. But I was like, all right, there's more to the story. So I get really angry. I end up, end up calling him out on it and he completely denies it. And then the other girl that he was talking to finds out that he was playing her also. So she ends things with him. And then he starts kind of starting to DM me again and popping back up. And I'm like, uh, uh, like, that's so not cool. Like, I'm really, really annoyed. So, uh, yeah, I kind of got played by this guy. But it turns out he, like, told somebody that I knew that he, like, didn't want to date me yet because I was still living in California and he wanted to wait till I was back. And I'm like, okay, but then how hard is it? Tell me how hard is it just to communicate that? Like, if you were, if you didn't want to date me because I lived in California, that's what he said to my friend. I, I mean, he doesn't even know that I know this. If he's listening to this, <laughs> what's up? Hey, you kind of hurt me and uh, you should have just communicated to me. But he told one of my friends that um, he wanted to wait till I was back in, back in Texas to date me. And he even kind of made a comment to me. He's like, well, would you rather 
go on a real date here? Or would you rather do a virtual date when you're in California? And I'm like, well, what do you think, loser? I'm like, but you had time to take me out on a real date when I was in Dallas in December, and you didn't. So that was the latest like boy drama that I had. But I'm still excited to date back in Dallas. But it just sucks because I kind of had this like preconceived idea of like, you know, Dallas men are better and they're great and they're this and they're not. And it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in California, New York, Dallas does not matter. Some guys can just be crappy wherever you are. It doesn't matter. I just think uh, I think they can just be crappy wherever. But I don't think that should let that make you jaded. I don't think that should let you say all men are like this and all men suck. I mean, yeah, some men suck, but don't let the one bad apple ruin all the rest of the apples. There's still some really great, tasty, juicy, honey crisp apples, if you know what I'm saying. Actually, what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. But <laughs> don't let that jade you. So I do know that there's some awesome, awesome men in Dallas, and I'm excited to experience that. But I also, there's this part of me that's like, when I get back to Dallas, I, I want to just relax for a little bit. Like, I want to get settled. I don't want to jump into anything. I need to first focus on furnishing an entire freaking house, getting settled with my roommate, living with a person again is going to be very, very different, very different. And um, you know what? I think I'm just going to go ahead and announce this on the podcast because um, by the time that I post this podcast, I will, I think, already be back in Dallas and I'll be moving in with my roommate and we'll announce it there. But my roommate is drum roll please a lot of you guys already know but it's natty pruitt and i'm so stoked to live with this girl like she is a woman of god and we have so much fun together we have such good conversation and we are very similar in our phase and what we want in dating and just life and she's so fun and we actually met through a bunch of people we had several friends in common that all went to auburn with her all of them were like maddie is looking for a roommate y'all would be friends and so we were like, let's do this. And it's so funny. Now that I can finally talk about this, I can finally talk about it. Maddie was supposed to move out to California with me back in April. Yes, April of 2020. We were like looking at like places. We were like, I had been apartment hunting for months already, like looking because I was like, I want to live with a person again. And so she had flown out one time. We had looked together and then boom, COVID hit. And we were like, what are we going to do? She's like, Janine, I don't want to move out there in the midst of a pandemic. I'm like, I wouldn't either want to. I don't freak. I don't blame you at all. And so uh, we kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. And we're like, okay, we're just going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. So like, we were like, okay, let's wait till May. Let's wait till August. Let's wait till September. Let's wait till after the elections. And then later, like Maddie was like, Janine, this doesn't make sense anymore. Like, why would I move out there? And at first I was really upset. I was like, dang it, Maddie. Like I wanted to live with you in California. Like that was my goal is that I was going to stay out here for one, stay out here for one more year. But she didn't feel peace about it. And to me, if you don't feel peace about a decision, trust that. Do that. I will not debate you or get angry at you for that because to me, peace is everything and making a big decision in your life. And so I was like, all right, Maddie, I understand that. And then it was so funny because I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to live alone by myself again. But then that was the around the exact same time that God started confirming to me, you need to go back to Dallas. And even before I said to Maddie that I wanted to go back to Dallas, Maddie was like, Jay, I think I want to move to Dallas. And I was like, you want to move to Dallas? And she's like, yeah, like, I just feel like I'm supposed to go to Dallas. My parents want me to go to Dallas. I have mentors out in Dallas. Everything just started lining up like a little too perfectly. And that's why I was like, okay, God, you are clearly doing something. Your hand in this, your hand is in this. We're doing this. And then Maddie and I were like, all right, like Maddie and Janine take Dallas. Like, 
we're so excited. And so Maddie's been helping me with like the housing process. Like I would go to houses, I would show her, she'd give me her thoughts and she'd give me her opinions. And um, so yeah, I'm just really, really stoked to do life with her. We both had the same dream and vision of having our house be a hosting house, a house that uh, we do Bible studies and game nights. And we just have people come in and feel loved and welcomed and cared for there. Like they can be who they are. They can kick off their shoes. They can kick up their feet and be like, ah, I can breathe in this home. Like I want my home to be so anointed and just blessed and that people come in my home and they're like, this is a safe place for me. And I want my home to be a safe place for me. Right. And so that's that. That's like probably one of the bigger updates is that I'm living with a roommate again. And let me tell you, that's definitely going to be very interesting because I've lived alone for two years, over two years now. And let me tell you, I have loved it. I've loved it. Every, not, okay, I wouldn't say every aspect of it, but I've really, really, really liked living alone. So I've loved it. But of course, there's times where you get a little bit of lonely, you get, you know, kind of sad. But I have so many amazing friends in California that live close by or whatever. Like, I've never been bored here. I've never been bored. I've always had things to do. I work really, really well by myself during the day. I can get anything done, so much done. But now I'm going to have to go to coordinating with a roommate, figuring that out, you know, trying to be quiet when she's filming and vice versa, dealing with dishes and cleaning and who buys this and who does that and who takes out the trash and like all different things that we're going to have to now figure out and discover together. I lived alone for two years, like I said. So I'm sure there are very selfish tendencies in me still, things that I'm not aware of, things that need to be fleshed out before marriage because there's this pastor and his name is Jonathan Bakluda. He always says the best way to prep for marriage is to live with roommates. And so I'm about to be 27. I would love to be married in the next two years. And so I'm like, okay, I should deal with this ish now. Like if I'm going to be married and I have selfish tendencies, and I don't really know how to live with a person quite yet. Now's the time to get a roommate. Now's the time to figure that out. Now's the time to do that. And so it just makes most sense to do that now. So I'm really, really happy for it, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be a little bit pruning. It's going to be a little bit like, oh, this is uncomfortable dealing with confrontation and conflict and all this bull crap, but it's necessary. It's necessary. That's a part of life that we all have to deal with. So that's the official announcement of who I'm living with. And I cannot wait for the vlogs and videos and things to do with her because I just think Maddie and I are going to do Dallas really, really well. So I'm pumped for that. But the next big thing in my life is I tore, I think, a ligament in my arm. That was really, really fun. Um, over Valentine's Day weekend, it's now February 25th when I'm filming this. Valentine's Day weekend, we had a, there was like a little party we were doing. It was an 80s theme party on February 13th. Some friends and I were hanging out and one of my friends, Colt, we love Colt. He's from Hawaii. He's the best. I surf with him all the time. He's awesome. He really is. Um, we were wrestling and I even saw, <laughs> cause I talked about this in a vlog. I saw someone be like, why was she wrestling with a guy? Like, don't you think that's like crossing physical boundaries? And like, it wasn't sexual. It's not like we were like doing anything weird or like being really overly touchy. Now, of course, yes, you are touching and you are doing things. I personally didn't see really a problem with it. Like, it's not like I was the only one wrestling him that night. Like, he was wrestling other girls too. And so him and I were wrestling and I had my right arm sticking out. And I think he was like on my back and he rolled off of me and rolled onto my arm and literally snapped my arm backwards, like hyperextended. So this past week has been very, very frustrating with that. I've had to go to already two doctor's appointments. I've had to get an MRI. I had to go see an orthopedic doctor. I had to go see another orthopedic doctor on Friday morning, which is tomorrow. And I had to go to the ER. So I've had four doctor's appointments for this dang arm. I still can't straighten it. The bruising is very funky. If you're watching the video, you can see bruising is getting very funky. The bruising is migrating down my arm. So I definitely think 
it's something to do with my ligament, but I don't know. I have the MRI appointment tomorrow. That's been something that has definitely been a little bit of a bump in the road, especially since I'm moving this weekend. I'm literally moving this weekend and I can't lift heavy things. I can't pack up my boxes without my arm hurting. I can't, I really can't do much. So I've, I've had to have friends come over and help me. I'm hiring movers. I'm having my friend Colton Caden help me on Saturday, help me load up the truck. I have to drive back road trip back to Dallas with my friend Hannah. And so it's not fun. It's just a little bump in the road of just like, dang, this just added, this just, this just added extra stress that I didn't need. I mean, it's like, nobody wants that. No one wants to deal with that. No one wants that stress anyway, but it's not fun. And I really can't use my right hand which is my dominant hand. It's hard for me to write. It's hard, excuse me, hard for me to type, hard for me to do anything. And so not to come on here and be all miss complaining, complaining, but it definitely kind of sucks. It just kind of added like a little bump in the road where I was like this blows and it really hurts. It's a really, really painful thing. And so tomorrow I will know if I need to get surgery or not. Yay. And I've never had surgery before y'all. I've never had like a legit surgery. So I'm praying that's not the case. I'd rather just do physical therapy and deal with it. And my sister's a physical therapist, so she can hopefully help me with that. But that's something that's new that has just been really frustrating and hard. And it's just painful and just kind of like a little inconvenience in my day or I'm like, I can't do very many things. And so this just week overall, because this is my last week here in California, I'm actually having a goodbye party tonight. And then I pack up this weekend and then I leave to Dallas Sunday morning on the 28th. I drive back. This has been just an overall very, very, very emotional week. I mean, I can't even begin to explain to you guys how many, how many times I've cried and I'm not a big crier. Like I'm really, really not. I don't like crying. I don't like the idea of it, but I know sometimes it's necessary Sometimes it's necessary just to like let that, that stuff out or whatever. But I think yesterday and today are the only days I haven't cried so far tonight. I'm definitely going to cry at my goodbye party. I already know it. But this past week I keep crying, like whether it was my arm or that hurt or that I couldn't open a jar or moving or saying goodbye to people or dealing with the stuff with the house. Cause there's just been a lot of things I've had to deal with in this house with the house and moving and canceling all this stuff here in California and figuring out all these minor details. Like, just a lot of behind the scenes things that are just like annoying that just take time. And so it's just been a really emotional week. And the fact that I don't really want to leave California, but I know I'm supposed to makes it a very, very emotional week. Like I love this place so much. All my friends here are absolutely incredible. They all have made me a better person. They have all brought out a different side of me. They've all given me so much light and life to my life. And so many of these people just have made me a better person and just do adventures and do so many fun things with me. And I just am like, I don't know what I would be and do without these people here. So to think about moving and leaving like really makes me so emotional. And I know that I will still keep up with these people. I know they'll visit me. I know I'll visit them. But, you know, things aren't the same once you leave. You start losing touch with people. You don't really know as much as what's going on in their life. You're not hanging out with them every day. You're not talking every day. Because you need to be settled where you're planted. You need to be rooted where you're planted and blossom there. And so I need to do Dallas life. I need to be settled there. I need to do that well. I need to care about the people there. I need to be in Bible studies there. I need to blossom and steward that community there, you know? And so it just makes me sad knowing that things are going to change. And I think that's the hardest part is that I love my friends here so much. But I just kept knowing that I was like, staying here longer is delaying the inevitable of me going back to Texas. And 
I'm about to be 27 in March, March 21st. Maddie and I actually have the same birthday week, which is so fun. Hers is March 25th. I was like, I'm delaying the inevitable of going back. Like, I know I want to get married. I know I want to buy a house. I know I eventually want to get a dog. I know I want to be near my family. I want to watch my my nieces and nephews grow up. I want to raise them. I want to help them. I want to do life there. I was like, now is the time. This sucks. It's uncomfortable. It's sad. It's really hard. I don't really want to do it. But again, I have so much peace. It's like, I don't want to do it, but I know that God has something more for me on the other side. Like, I know this is me stepping into obedience and I know there's going to be some blessing and God's going to do something in Dallas. Like, I don't know what it is, but he's going to do something in Dallas. And so, um, I'm just excited for that, but definitely leaving California is by far the hardest, hardest, hardest goodbye, truly. But, um, I'll be okay. And I'm excited for this house and for the next adventures. And I just want to thank you guys for being a part of the journey with me. You guys have been a part of that for years and years and years and years. If you guys are a part of my Abide Tribe or my blog channel, my main channel, whatever it is, my Instagram, like, thank you because y'all have been along with me throughout the journey. And I'm excited to see what happens in Dallas. I'm excited to share with you guys the journey and, and furnishing a house and decorating and showing you guys our innovations and the additions I'm doing and all the things like it's just so exciting. It really, really is. And I have so much peace about it, but, um, it's definitely going to be, it's going to be hard for sure. But, uh, I'm trying to think what else is new in life. I'm trying to think, I think for now, that's kind of it. Um, it's just the moving process and, you know, trying to get back to Texas and getting settled there and dealing with dating there and finding a new, finding church and community there, which I do have friends. I do have a lot of friends in Dallas, but it's just, they're not, like, it's going to be hard. Cause I feel like I'm going to compare them to my friends here, which I know I can't do and I shouldn't do. But I, I believe that Dallas has some awesome people. I have so many amazing, amazing friends that are like, we are eagerly waiting for you to be back. And it's been so sweet having those friends do that. And a lot of them have already been like, we will help you pack. We will help you decorate your house. Cause I can't do much with my arm. So a lot of them have been like, we will help you set furniture and we'll help you move. And we'll hang up, help, help you hang up art and everything of that sort. So I'm just really, really excited for that. Um, but yeah, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a preview of what's going to be coming forward for season two. Um, I have some really great guests. We're going to be doing some guests talking about um, how to be a good friend. I'm talking about racism with uh, Oh Happy Danny on, she's an, an Instagrammer. We're going to be talking about kind of racism, racism and justice. Um, I have another guest, JD Rogers, coming up soon. Where we're going to be talking about what is it like to be a Christian in the public eye. Um, so many different things with that, that, that entails. It's, just a, it's an awesome episode. Um, I also interviewed, who else did I interview? Let me check. Um, oh, I also talked to my friend, Jonathan Drawer about, uh, the difference between Texas and LA for people to finally kind of get an understanding of what is that like? And then tons of other guests upcoming as well that I already reached out to that have said they will. I will stay tuned with you guys on that. Um, like Liza Koshi, she said she would come on the podcast, which I'm super stoked to have her on the podcast. She's awesome. But stay tuned for that, you guys. And don't forget, you can always leave me voice memos underneath this podcast. You can leave me a voice memo. I love to include those in the podcast so I can include them on the front or the end I can answer questions you guys can give feedback or just say thanks or whatever it is so definitely leave those I love listening to those and again if you want to support this podcast definitely go on the patreon I don't make money off any of off the podcast I don't have ads or anything of that it's solely just through your guys' support so if you want to uh, donate to this podcast thank you so much that would mean the world to me you don't need to at all I do this for fun and for free because I love doing this so much and I want to help you guys but if you feel inclined or you know, like it's on your heart to donate, definitely do that. Even if it's like a little bit, doesn't matter to me. 
Thank you guys so much. And then we will have more surprises coming very, very soon. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for for waiting patiently for season two. I hope you guys love season one. I absolutely loved it as well. And uh, I will see you guys again next Tuesday because I post every single Tuesday. So stay happy and healthy, you guys. Love you and thank you for listening. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm